Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Bad Optics. This is episode, um... <laughs> yeah, I still have no idea what episode this is supposed to be. Maybe one day I will, but hey. The NBA playoffs are over. We finally have an NBA champion. To no surprise, it's the fucking Golden State Warriors. They swept the Cavaliers. I thought the Cavs could take one game, but it didn't happen. But hey, before I get into that, it's been a wild week for me. I finally finished watching season 3 of The Wire. You know me, I watch, I'm pretty weird with how I watch my shows. I'll watch like a season of a show and then I'll like switch back to another show in like a different season. Like I, I, I'm not with that binge watching shit. Like I know people, I know people will watch their shows, they'll finish the whole series in like a couple of weeks and I can't do that. I gotta watch a season at a time. So I've been watching The Wire, finally finished the third season. If any of you are listening and you're a big fan of The Wire, let me know. I finally finished the part where he was messing with those Russian dudes and Frank Sabaka died at the end. So The Wire is a great show. So, you know what? Shout out to The Wire. Let's play some Wire music. I'm feeling it. Oh. Right, that was kind of cringy. But shout out to The Wire, though. So, uh, let's talk about the NBA playoffs. So, um, yeah, so let me start off with this. I'm so tired of everyone saying, oh, LeBron's lack of supporting cast is not an excuse. They're all starting caliber players. Well, here's the thing. No, they're not. It's really, they're really not. Let's look at what they traded for when they had uh, when they had Kyrie Irving. They traded him to the uh, Celtics, and then they got to, they got back... Uh, Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, they weren't, they're not, you know, they weren't good players. They were a shell of them, uh, shell of their former selves. So then they traded them to the Lakers and Kings. And let's let's break down who they got back. I want I want to get this over with in the beginning. They got back George Hill. George Hill's a nice guy, but he's your definition of an average player. You look at George Hill, and uh, I mean he's a he's a well-groomed guy. Probably has maybe only like three side hoes. But he's an average player. His name is average. His name is George Hill. That's all I'm going to say. Like, if you're coming to me for this podcast, you know I have no good analysis for you. I'm going to tell you how it is. George Hill is an average player. He has an average name. He looks like an average dude. He, there's nothing to work with there. Then you trade for Jordan Clarkson, yo. Don't let me get me started with Jordan Clarkson. I actually believe. I'm not even trying to be like hyperbolic or anything. George, um... <laughs> Jordan Clarkson may have had the worst performance in NBA playoff history. And if you look at the advanced stats, you know, it'll back me up there. Uh, if you look it up, he had the lowest win shares in playoff history, 30% shooting. He had a negative 0.7 uh, win shares. So you know what that means? That means his overall impact on the court whenever he was there. He was negatively impacting his team. Every sh- He was taking terrible shots. I think I read somewhere that the whole series, he barely had any assist. He doesn't pass the ball, so for some reason when Jordan Clarkson has the ball, he thinks he's LeBron or Kobe, he'll do isolation. He doesn't know what he's doing. Jordan Clarkson's awful. I really don't know. if I really doubt he'll be on the team next season, especially if LeBron doesn't come back. And finally got Larry Nance. Now, I like, I like Larry, Larry Nance. He has a nice beard. I can respect that. But Larry Nance should not be uh, playing minutes in NBA Finals. He shouldn't be getting that many minutes at all really uh Larry Nance on a decent team he's their maybe I'll say eighth ninth man off the bench he should not be getting significant minutes 
So there's a problem right there. The Cavaliers lack a lot of depth on their team. And really, even though I love LeBron, and I'll get into it later, really you have LeBron to blame for all of this. I mean, when the Cavaliers won their championship, LeBron was the one who uh, took his name out there for uh, re-signing Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith. You know, I love the guy. He should not be your GM. That's the biggest problem, I think, with players pretending to be GMs. Even though you want to give LeBron all this power, he takes his friendships to another level. And as a general manager, you can't let friendships get in the way of business. So you, you see with J.R. Smith making so much money per year, Tristan Thompson not showing up in the playoffs, it's really affecting the Cavs now, and it's the whole reason why LeBron is gone. Now, I don't know if the Cavaliers were forced to listen to LeBron. I hope not, because they're not doing their duty as uh, their franchise. But, you know, they really messed up. And when you talk about the series as a whole, when you look at Game 1, you know, you can't ignore J.R. Smith's mistake. There's no excuse for it. I'm not going to say anything new. Um... Yeah, I mean, I always liked J.R. Smith. He was on the Knicks for a couple seasons. I mean, I kind of like him. He doesn't take himself too seriously. I like all his antics, you know, his Henny Godness. I mean, J.R. Smith is wild, and that's why I've always liked him. But yeah, I can't, I can't make excuses for him. He fucked up, and he and one thing that really irked me actually is the fact that he didn't admit that he messed up. Uh, and after the game was over, he said in the press conference that he knew the situation. When it's obvious after the game was over, he was telling LeBron, oh man, I thought we were up. And then after the press conference, he's saying that, oh, I, I knew that we were tired. I was trying to run the clock out or some shit. And yeah, there's no excuse for that for J.R. Smith. He deserves to get clowned. Uh, but then again, people on social media is ruthless. Like, he's getting death threats and shit. It's not that serious. So let's calm down. But J.R. Smith, come on, man. Um, so yeah, overall, I just feel really bad about the whole situation with the Cavs. Especially, I just feel bad about LeBron. Because he's getting a lot of unwarranted hate. And that's why the main question I'm trying to, I'm going to ask you guys here, if you're still listening. Uh, why do you hate LeBron? Like, why do you hate LeBron, the person? When you compare him with, you might, you be, you could compare him with Jordan. Obviously, you can talk about, oh, I think Jordan's a better player. And I'm not really going to argue with that. I think, personally, I think LeBron is better. But I never watched Jordan play in his prime. So my uh, my outlook will always be different from uh, the um, basketball veterans who've watched the game for years. So overall, um, yeah, so I'm asking you, why do you hate LeBron the person? The player I get, but the person, what has LeBron done that's so bad in his career? LeBron has never done anything to really harness his name. Especially when you look at Jordan, who's done totally bad things. And if you, you know what, I want to break it down right now. I'm tired of Jordan fanboys. But Michael Jordan, he's a bad guy. I'm going to say right now. Uh, I mean, I don't want to criticize this whole character, but everything about him seems sketchy. He's cheated on his wife multiple times. He has a huge gambling addiction. He lost a bunch of money on that. And and I think he's, like, really money-hungry. Like, I know he's the... Uh, you know, he's part of Jordan Jordan brand. Makes all the... Um, makes huge amount of money. But... I, I, he always said the term, what's that famous quote he says? Uh, Republicans buy Jordans too. I mean, I get it as a business businessman-wise. Uh, you know, it totally makes sense for him. But, you know, he doesn't, want to, he doesn't want to alienate the Republican fan base. I totally get that. But compared to LeBron, LeBron speaks out on all these issues. At a point in time in our country, LeBron is always uh, going against Trump. He doesn't give a shit. And LeBron, you know, he's a, probably the most famous athlete in the world right now. And he has a lot of people at stake. 
he knows his words hold more weight than others, and he'll still speak uh, speak out about it. He doesn't care if he angers other people, and he clearly does that when he went against Trump. And I can totally respect that. LeBron, he's been with his girlfriend since forever. I mean, that's crazy to me, because think about all the hoes he's probably, uh, that's probably around him, and he you know, separates himself from all of that. Uh, he donates to charity all the time. Uh, the biggest thing with LeBron, I think, people hate about is the decision, the one in 2010 when he was with the Cavs, and he was a free agent, which is ironic, he's going to be a free agent again this year. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people don't like the decision, and I really don't understand all the hate for that. Like, people really need to get over themselves. The decision was... Because let's not, let's not pretend that we didn't give a shit what he thought. We all wanted to know where LeBron was going that year. And he decided to turn it into a spectacle. And I had no problem with that because LeBron was the biggest athlete in the world at that time. It still is. And people... It, you know, we all cared about where LeBron was going. So why not make it a spectacle? And all that money that came out from the ESPN special, it all went to a... I think it all went to a charity. It went to schools, something like that. You know, LeBron is not as selfish as people try to make him out to be. Some people might think he's a cocky player, but, you know, what's wrong with that? We always say, oh, I, I miss how the NBA was before, uh, before when everyone was, uh, you know, they didn't like each other, and now the biggest complaint is everyone is buddy-buddy with each other. But, you know, as soon as, like, let's talk about Draymond Green. I know a lot of people hate Draymond Green. Uh, now when you look back at his actions, people say, oh, he's a punk He's classless. Why would he do like the what he did with Tristan Thompson in Game One? You know why would he act like that? I have no problem with what Draymond Green's doing. He, you know he's not out there for anyone else. He's out to help his team, and with his mind games, with his rough attitude, he's helping out the Warriors. So with LeBron being cocky, I have no problem with that at all. It's just people. I think people really hate on greatness and the fact that I really think social media has a lot to do with it. Uh, think about this: since '03, ESPN has been propping him up. He's been on magazines covers. He's been on. He's had. He's had a lot of hype his whole career. Uh, LeBron. LeBron. Since LeBron came out of high school, there's been a lot of pressure on him, and he's been everywhere. You go on any social media outlet, they're gonna talk about LeBron James, and obviously it makes sense because he's the greatest player in the world, and he's. The thing is, he's. A lot of people don't like how he shoved down our throats, but the thing is, if Jordan played in this area, and that's the area, <laughs> if Jordan played in this era. Uh, the same sentiment would be there. Uh, he would definitely be shoved down our throats too. That's just gonna be. That's just deal with it in the future, because social media is gonna stay forever. And Jordan, uh, Jordan will be talked would be talked about just as much as LeBron, and that's the only. And and biggest thing too, like just the other day, I'm watching old Jordan highlights, and you see that you see um, the old footage. You know when you look at old footage, it has a certain nostalgic feeling. Obviously not for me because I wasn't alive at the time. But it's like the old rusty feeling. Like, oh man, it was so cool back in the old days. So I think Jordan always gets a, um, you know benefit from that. The fact that people like... People always think people from the older days were better than players from the younger days. But now if you think about it, the athletes now, they're way more... Uh, what's the word? They're way more uh, fit. They're way more in better physical condition. And that's not to take a stab at Jordan... But the fact that LeBron is always playing, he's always healthy, uh, I, I don't even think he's had a serious injury in his whole career. Like, it's something to be celebrated. So, I just don't understand how, so like I said, I don't understand how you could hate on LeBron the person. The player I get, but LeBron has done nothing bad to harness his reputation. I think the decision is a dumb reason to hate on him. He's been loyal to his wife. Uh, he's been good to his kids. 
Uh, you know, did you guys all see that story about LeBron wants to play with his son in the NBA? And that's pretty cool. We could do like a whole podcast episode on that. And LeBron, you know, he he speaks out about political issues. And I don't think a player needs to speak out on political issues. But when you're someone like LeBron James, and you still feel a need that you should speak on these issues, you know, I really respect that a lot. Uh, no one else really does. You think about the top athletes in other sports. So yeah, good for LeBron. And I'm so sad that he lost. I really don't know where he's going to go after this. He's definitely not staying with the Cavs. So if you really think he's going to stay with the Cavs, then I'm a clown. If he does, then I'll apologize. I'll make like a whole... I'll dedicate like a whole 20-minute podcast to that. But come on, man. He's not staying. I really have no idea. Like I said, I have no idea where he'll go. I don't think he'll go to Philly. Because I think he and Ben Simmons are too similar. They need the ball in their hands. That would not be a good fit. You know, it would be interesting. But I wouldn't want to see LeBron waste his time there. They say the Lakers, but I think the Lakers are too immature. Uh, I, I like Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma a lot. Like, you know, if you go on the Instagram, this shit's mad funny. Always roasting each other. But, you know, LeBron's serious. He's trying to win rings now. And going to the Lakers is not going to help him out. Unless they trade those guys. Maybe. You know, actually, if I think about it, that might work out. And if they bring in Paul George, too. That would be interesting. And, uh, let's see. What else did they talk about? Oh, the Warriors. So, we can't forget about the damn Golden State Warriors. I actually have no problem with the Warriors. I know they have a lot of hate. but And especially Kevin Durant with his decision to move. But I don't hate Durant for his move because think about it. It's his decision. He's a grown man. And I understand he probably hated his time playing with Russell Westbrook because Westbrook is a ball hog. You know, you'll see how I feel about Westbrook. I don't like Westbrook at all. I don't like his style of play. But that's a that's another story for another episode. But I'm I'm okay with Durant's decision. I don't think you could ever consider him as one of the greatest of all time because of this. Because his rings are really worthless. But I believe the the pressure to gain to get rings lost a lot because of the fans. Total time when we talk about greatest of all time arguments, all we do is talk about rings. That's the decision why LeBron left in the first place. Cause we put so much emphasis on rings nowadays that players have this un players have this pressure in, in them to just get a ring. And it doesn't matter what you do. Like We always set aside every other accomplishment because we clown people for not having a ring. So I totally get why Durant did it. I don't hate Durant for it. It's kind of It sucks that NBA is kind of boring now, but that's how it is. The NBA, there's only 12 players on the team, five players on the court, so one guy is going to make a huge, uh, a huge difference. That's why the NBA lacks so much parity in my, in my um, opinion. So that's my finals analysis. Warriors will probably win it again next year. But what's interesting is after that, Klay Thompson and Draymond Green, their contracts, I believe, are up. And I don't think they're going to re-sign for a discount. So I'm wondering how the Warriors are going to afford all four of those players. Uh, even though Klay Thompson has said he wants to stay, I really doubt he takes such a big pay cut. So that'll be interesting to see. I really think after next season, the Warriors will break up and we can finally have a new team to really look forward to but hey I'm upset I want to see LeBron win another ring because you know I love LeBron so much I'm one of his biggest supporters and I just hate like so my last thing to conclude with is if you're listening if you hate LeBron the person let me know why I really don't get it and it makes me sad to see LeBron get criticized so much because he's a good guy and he's such a great player I'll always support him I'm in love with him. Like, I'm deadass in love with him. I'm going to ask him to marry him when I see him. So, let's conclude on that. It's not gay, right? I hope not.
Anyway, that's it for Bad Optics. Thank you for listening. I know I didn't talk about anything of, of substance because I'm bad at this. But hey, we're still going. All right, see you guys.